0: Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, bringing you episode 78 of What The Dice. Now, I know you guys have been listening to us a lot, because I keep seeing our download numbers climb and climb. But I want to ask you all to do one thing for us. Rate us. Go on to Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Podchaser, any of the rating sites, and give us a review. I try to find them, and I try to respond to them if I can find them. Uh, If you do rate us, you can send me a link to it on our Discord or on our Twitter, and I will definitely take a look at it. And as always, don't forget, join our Patreon. We got all sorts of really cool stuff going on there. Other than that, I got nothing else for the announcements, so I'm going to let you get on with this week's episode. I hope you guys are enjoying this murder mystery, because it's a doozy. So I'm going to shut up and let the storyteller take over. Sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 78 of What the Dice. Looking out across the beach line, we watch as the foam of the ocean crashes down upon the sand. The tide pulling out small pieces of seaweed and other small plant life. The storyteller leans back, stretching his back slowly. We can hear the sound of his joints popping. He slowly leans forward. Well, my friends, it seems as if murder has happened. And the Alpha Team, as they would, got involved. For nothing more than a chance to move on and not be stuck in a port for however long it takes the local authorities to sort out who done it. But this means that Clyde, Fay, Kalilah and Ephibulus must now sit, listen, question. For with a murderer on board, you do not know who might be next, or what they are actually after but I am sure the skilled eye of Clyde will find the motive and the murder the keen mind of Faye will clip the puzzle together and Kalila's keen sense will keep them on track as long as they can keep Defibulous from blowing up the Murdoch All will be well. Sit back, me friend, and hear me tale. All right, so recap time. It's been a while, so give me a sec to remember what happened.
1: We have everybody upstairs because we ordered food. We're about to take people downstairs to interrogate them And well, first investigate their rooms. But first, the person who is with us um, to help investigate, uh, we're gonna search his room first.
2: Well, I that just carry.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. So, I guess Clyde did the recap this week. Works for me. Less I have to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I don't mind. Too because late. I, or you I I out.
0: Um. So, who wants to go first? We've got Defibulus and Kalila on the casino floor, listening to some music that they've never heard before because it's from the desert region. It's kind of got this Arabian sound to it. And we have, I believe, Clyde and Faye. And didn't you send your spitter down with them? Yes. And uh, the spitter, you get with them as well as Terry. What do you guys want to do? So, you guys are going to Terry's room first? Correct. Alright. Terry opens the door to his room. His room is very, very simple. You see a very just general bed, a comforter, pillows. It doesn't seem like he has a lot of personal effects. You don't see any, like, pictures of families or anything like that. You see diaries. Like, just as that, per, that that first over glance, it just looks like... It almost looks like it's a guest room. It doesn't look like he has any personal effects of any kind. Standing at the door, he lets you guys in. Okie dokie. I'm
1: going to ask um, him to wait outside just the door um, and going to search his room
0: he steps out Faye are you going to be helping Clyde search this room or are you going to go meander off and search other people's rooms
3: I'll go ahead and help
1: search this one okay. yeah cause remember Terry's going to be the advocate that we aren't taking anything so we can't search any other rooms until we search his
0: all right. Go ahead and roll perception for both of you.
1: Okay. And by searching, I'm going to be like very thorough um, looking for spaces and floor and wall, that kind of stuff. Okay. So lots of taking my time.
0: All right.
1: Holy crap. 23.
0: All right. And Faye.
3: I have rolled a 29, and I am searching the unusual hiding spots. Okay.
0: As you begin searching through, you find a copy of his contract with the Murdoch. Apparently, he is supposed to be... This is his last trip with the current crew. You do see a copy of a renewal, but it has not been signed by the captain. All the other crew had signed, saying that they did want him on board and were accepting his increase in salary. But the captain seems to have denied it by not signing or hasn't gotten around to it. Digging around a little bit more, you find some standard personal effects diaries. And as you flip through them, they almost feel mechanically written. It's very, today... We went from port, at this port to this port. We picked up this many passengers. According to the manifest, we are up out amount of gold. Um, things like that. Faye, you find something interesting. It dates back five, maybe six years. And you see a note. It's written a little bit more relaxed and it's almost like a diary page that has been ripped up or ripped out and just stuffed in a corner to be forgotten. Talks about how he gave up a lot living in the, um, holy city. The moment, the chance that an opening on the Murdoch opened up, he was a house steward for some of the most prestigious families, but he's always wanted to be in the air the Murdoch being one of the best ships you could possibly be on it seems as if once he signed the contract there was a notice sent to the Murdoch saying that they would never to, they are never to be allowed to land or come near the holy city again and it is a formally written letter from the paladin order itself you see a copy of it that has been hastily written, but there are no names or anything like that. It's just that formality letter.
3: Hey, Clyde, come check this out.
1: Clyde will go over and read what is on it and make note of it. Okay. Do we find anything else?
0: No. It's just it seems like if It almost feels like he has always viewed himself as a passenger because you see no personal effects. You don't see trinkets or anything, where in the captain's quarters, Faye, you would have seen, you know, everything was decorated to his decor. He had trinkets or bits and bobs from different docks that he went to or that they regulared. This one is very (sighs) sterile is the word I'm looking for.
3: Any personal clothing, or is he just all uniform?
0: You do see some relaxed wear, which would be, you know, something attuned to resting, like, street jammies. clothing.
2: <laughs> jammies.
0: Not yeah. even... He might not even have jammies. But it seems like everything he owns is in the Murdoch's uniform colors and has a very similar look to it. So, at a glance, it might look like he's in uniform
3: talk about living for your work dude needed some balance man
1: quite possibly alright if that's that's all we find Yep. alright let's bring him in for
3: some questions I yes, it sounds good
0: as he walks in he gives you a bow and takes a spot sitting on a chair looking up at you guys he places his hands calmly in his laps and looks up at you expect expectantly
1: okay so we just have a few questions for you just so we get a better idea of uh your mindset and where you're coming from and you know the the general appearance and work ethic for the murdoch you
3: have
0: of course
1: so um my first question actually has to do a little bit with your past on um was there a specific reason why you felt the need to get out of the holy city
0: i come from a family that has always worked with either the scholars or has been house stewards for some of the most prestigious families in the holy city i did not want that i wanted to see the world and travel and not be someone's errand boy here I am treated with some respect and I am abili- I have the ability to learn how to gamble how to speak with other languages I have learned four languages since I've been on this flight not this flight but with this crew
1: okay so then after you left what was the cause I mean um In the same type of timing that the Murdoch was never allowed back to the Holy City.
0: He gives a light shrug and he goes, By what I know, it was something to do with the captain. But I do not get myself involved in the captain or any of the other crew's personal affairs. That is not how I work.
1: Okay, then if you do not get involved, why do you have the notice of the Murdoch not being able to go back to the Holy City?
0: Everyone was given a copy of it.
1: Yes, um, but as you said, you're not involved in the things, but it's so it seems a little weird that you've been on the murder for uh, a very good period of time and still have this notice with you. Instead of, you know, getting rid of it, since you say it doesn't mean anything to you.
0: It is a piece of paper. It has no value for me or for anyone. What happened between the captain and whoever, or the crew and whoever, before I signed on, is a little of my concern. They have paid me well to do this job, and I have done this job.
1: Okay. And oh, you don't have any? Um, is there a reason why you don't have any other personal effects in this room? Does that kind of, underneath the fact that you know, it doesn't really bother you to have anything here, or?
0: I am a simple person that doesn't need a lot. I prefer to do my studying and my reading with the books that are brought aboard and I return them or borrow them from nobles as they come aboard. Past that, I enjoy the gossip and the talk and the learning of the language. My family were house stewards. We never really had much. So living with just the bare necessities seems to be the most poignant way to live. I can pocket all of the gold. And if I ever decide to leave and start my own business or buy my way into nobility, I would have that ability. Okay. So
1: um, would you say that everything in this room has some sort of um, meaning toward you that otherwise you would be well, One, it wouldn't be here or you would just be getting rid of it? Like the books you can get back
0: Um, The personal facts, nothing up on the wall, that kind of thing. He looks around, he goes, If you are accusing me of murder, I would not murder. I am against violence in all forms. I am trying to save the money so that I may either purchase my way into partial ownership of the Murdoch, or that I may end up one day being able to purchase and acquire my own Zeppelin.
1: I am not accusing. I am just asking consistent questions that some I will probably be asking every single person that we come across just because having some sort of base background will help me in the investigation.
0: And I have answered all of your questions accordingly.
1: Except for my last one.
0: All of these personal, well, we shall say personal effects, belong to the Murdoch. I sleep in the exact same quarters that we require our guests to live in so that I know the exact comfortability that each would have. This also ensures that I can make sure that those, the beds and the rooms are exactly the same when each new customer or guest arrives. I am not like the captain, even though I am an elf. I do not revel in the fact of spending my money. Nor am I like the dwarves that must seek out and purchase all of the new mechanical pieces. I look at this as an investment for myself. I use what they give me and I spend nothing that I don't have to.
1: Okay. Um do you have any questions for him?
3: Can I make a sense motive roll to see how I feel about his answers?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to do that after her she asked a question so I could reflect on his answers.
3: I have rolled a 27.
0: Okay, and Clyde?
1: Um, uh, 13.
0: Clyde, you fully believe him. Bay, you believe that he is telling mostly the truth. When you bring up the notice of the holy city, he seems a little irritated, a little bit more sharp with you about it. But it is, he's not lying, but it seems like it might be a tender subject.
3: Man's got a past. All right. Everybody does.
0: Maybe not so much that he's got a past, but it's more of the Holy City is one of the biggest cities. And having the Murdoch banned from the biggest city means a massive flow of income has been lost.
3: Right. And he has family there, so it may have been a double blow. That's true, too. Like I said, man's got a past. We all do.
0: Do you guys want to do anything else, or can I jump over to Clyde and, Defibu- or Kalila and Defibulus to see what they're up to?
1: Uh, I would like to discuss something with her while he stays in the room when we come out. So, Terry, um, we're just going to speak for a moment, and then uh, we'll move on to the next room. If you wouldn't mind giving us just a second, we'll step outside.
0: He nods and sits where he's sitting. He doesn't move. Okay. So,
1: one thing I want to point out is that he did say everything in here is either of the murdoch or of his possession basically but he kept going around and around about the paper he was given to it yes but he doesn't keep things that don't pertain to him but he's saying that it doesn't pertain to him that's doesn't sit absolutely correct with me
3: Well, I mean, it represents, you know, a a couple of things. He can't go home to his family, he can't go see anyone else, he can't... You know, and the ship is losing revenue, not being able to go to a big port, so, I mean... Exactly. mm, Exactly. Maybe it's the one sticking point with him, but it is pretty old. I I can't... I I don't know, I don't get any bad feelings about it either, though.
1: Okay, but he said directly you had to deal with the captain, so almost um immediately that gives him a, a motive if if the captain got the murdoch ban from the holy city that does just like you said i mean he can't go back
3: years go old back. motive
1: yeah motive is still motive no matter how long it is
3: all right well um We'll keep it in mind, but honestly, I don't feel it. This one, I'm not feeling. Everybody's got some sore spots in their past, and this one's his. Oh, whatever.
1: Well, I understand that you think it's whatever, but this is a murder situation, so it's not really whatever, because he, he has two contracts. One is renewal that he's not signing, so his current contract is up. It means he won't be back here. He could have some, um, you know bad blood between the captain so before he leaves and no matter how old it is this is the last chance he has and possibly ever seen the captain so that is motive again so i'm gonna just calm down here as a thought process
3: it, it does not it, to me that does not pass the shadow of the doubt test possible yes probable no not really it's something to keep in mind but i'm not gonna immediately point the finger and go who done it so well, let's proceed, uh, and we'll keep it in mind.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna point who done that until I talk with every single person. Okay, and you can switch over. That's all.
0: <laughs> okay, Kalila and Defibulus. You guys are up on the casino deck, listening to the strange but hauntingly beautiful sounds coming from a bard. Excuse me, based in the desert region. For us, it would be like that Arabian-style music that that very distinct sound.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely different than what we're probably used to.
0: You guys are probably used to more flutes, lutes, stuff like that, where this has that strange um... Is it a sitar? A sitar, yeah.
2: And if I remember right, Defiblios and I were <laughs> around the bar and just... I... He, he spotted somebody he recognized from the whole Hold Keep, I think it was. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, but I didn't, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to be sus. I'm going to be sus of this guy, but meander.
0: I will drop him on on the map. Yeah, he was at the
2: bar, I think, over here. And so far, nobody knows that they're actually stuck up here.
0: Correct. They're just enjoying the music. Awesome. Music's not too bad up here.
2: It's definitely different.
4: So how do we go about doing this all this espionage type stuff?
2: He goes, well, honestly, I would just walk around and mingle and see with what they talk about and just genuinely inquire about them. I don't know, I've never done this, but I do know that the, uh, what was she, a human or an elf? The mistress? The one is a that, human, a yeah. young
0: human, probably about the age anywhere between 21 and 24.
2: She's a gossiper. She
0: just happily
2: talks. So I could probably start with at least going back and kind of talking to her since she already talked to me.
4: That sounds like a good idea. I'd keep an eye on that one guy from Hold's Keep, though. Weird that he's here.
2: The the guy at the bar. Yeah, I was gonna... Hey,
4: maybe try and off. get a better look at him and see
2: if I recognized him.
4: If I remember right, didn't he offer you a drink in Hold's Keep?
2: You know... There was a gentleman. He was sitting on a bench, and it was he was drinking something. I remember more the the drink he had because I saw things in the drink.
4: Yeah, he was like there, just sitting outside drinking after the city got destroyed by that lava sneezing dragon.
2: Kalila's gonna take one more good look.
0: Lava sneezing dragon. Oh my god, that's lava great. St-
2: I didn't even catch that.
0: <sighs> Sorry. Go ahead.
2: Am I rolling? Perception. Um, 26, I don't know, something like that. It's high.
0: Do you need me to hold on for you to math?
2: Hold on, we're mathing. 32, that's our final answer.
0: With the 32, you stare at him, you stare at him, you stare at him, and then it hits you. Yes, he is the gentleman that was drinking at Hold's
2: Yes, that is him. I'm going to go say hi. I'll start with him.
4: All right. I'm going to wander around and look for uncomfortable people and see if I can hear him talk about stuff.
2: Sounds good. Round back up in like 10 minutes. Yeah, sounds good. All right.
0: All right. Kalila. So you are walking up to the strange man.
2: Oh, no. Kalila has no tact in these types of situations. She's never done this before. She's just going to come right up and sit right next to him going, what are you doing here?
0: Looking at you for a moment, he gives a smile and he goes, well, I've taken it upon myself to collect pieces from everywhere I can. Game pieces, casino chips, playing cards, just things that are strange, unique, and sometimes even the most common thing can be fun to add to a collection.
2: I meant from the last time I saw you was at Hold's Keep, and there was, you know, that whole lava drake thing. And now you're here? What brought you on the Murdoch? Just to collect?
0: Well, there is a new casino being built in the Lizard Folk region, and the Murdoch has pieces I haven't collected yet. So I decided it would be a fun time to stop and pay for a trip and collect a couple pieces while I'm here.
2: So you're an adventurer type,
0: huh?
4: Mm,
0: more of a collector. I. I collect all sorts of things, mostly game pieces. It's been an interesting thing. I've collected chess pieces from all over the place, and those are all very unique. These strange poker chips that you're starting to see show up, they have literally no monetary value until you cash out. And then suddenly they're worth something. They are made usually from, like, a simple balsa wood or some type of soft wood that is easy to find and not very rare, and then painted.
2: I had no idea how that kind of worked, but suddenly this place makes a little bit more sense, I guess, looking around awkwardly at all the gambling things.
0: He reaches into his pocket and pulls out a simple wooden chip about the size of a gold piece. It has been meticulously carved and given grooves and then painted with very simple paint in the center is just a m and on the back looks like a symbol of a cloud or maybe the zeppelin itself he goes i collected this just recently it was fun playing that strange game of cards counting to 21 i didn't win anything else but this one chip but that's all that i wanted
2: I will just look at the chip and listen along.
0: Do you have any more questions for him?
2: Not at this moment, so you can jump to the fibulous well, I think.
0: The fibulous! What you doing?
4: He's gonna use his short stature and kinda of mingle amount of people listening to conversations. Look for anyone who kinda of just seems like they're uneasy about being up here.
0: Okay. Perception. Nat twenty. At twenty, as you look around, you notice that the elf woman, the halfling, the human known as Golcat, and the half-orc, the Fancy Man, Baka, are sitting at the twenty-one table and are gambling. The elf woman seems to be particularly glaring at Golcat and seems to continue to try out bidding or out gambling him, trying to get him to either spend more money or to take his money at gambling, he seems to be laughing about it, making comments of how a elf's ears are sharper than their their mind, and snide comments like that. That seemed to only make the elf wife more angry. After a few moments, she slams her hand on the table, saying something in Elven before storming off. That would
4: be Sylvan language, right?
0: No. Elves have the... Go ahead.
2: No, I was about to say, uh, Elven is Elven. Sylvan is the language of the Fae. How
4: would Defibulus know Sylvan, then?
2: I don't know, but I did the same thing, and my excuse was I lived in the woods.
0: Technically, Defibulus might know uh, Sylvan because your grandfather was an insane adventurer and probably taught you it with that, you'll need this language one day.
2: Thinking he will be a tomb diver
4: Well I mean He wasn't far off was he
2: (laughs) I mean you know
4: I just need to find somewhere to put that sylvan language to use
2: (laughs) One of these days
4: Uh, So the angry elf
2: Although that means you and I can write secret letters to one another
4: Oh you're right it does Yeah Speak. We can just talk carry on conversations I don't think anyone will know it
2: You know unless they speak it
4: yeah So the uh, elven lady slammed her hand and booked it from the table?
0: Yeah. Once she's a little bit away from the table, Tiff will kind of go up and he's like, uh, you okay? She continues to mutter something in elven. Looking down, she goes, I didn't call for a servant. Oh, wait, they're all clockwork. What do you want, little man?
4: Oh, I just saw that you you were getting uh, pretty angry there at that jerk at the table.
0: Well, how would you feel if someone constantly insulted your proud race and insinuated that your family is nothing more than gutter trash
4: Mm, i would say that they've been talking with my my older brother
0: she stares at you for a long moment and just sighs and she goes siblings are such a pain are they not
4: yep mine tried to kill me
0: mine is slowly killing the family name and our riches but that will be none of my concern Soon enough she oh? slowly stands and walks off
4: Defibrius will kind of Trot behind her so You like gonna kick him to the curb or something?
0: No Mother and father are going to cut them off From the family riches and let them Squander what little money they have Doing whatever they are doing to earn Their ill-gotten gains
4: You know that's a smart idea I mean uh, My older brother tried to drive my family business Into the ground
0: Oh, and what did he do? Did he garden? You seem like the type that would garden.
4: Oh, no. Uh, I invent stuff and build things like guns, things like that.
0: No, you're one of them. You know, it's because of you magic is disappearing, eating up all the natural resources and building, building deep into the ground and creating this thick, disgusting smog in the sky.
4: Actually, I, we don't dig. We're generally pretty you know, knowledgeable and protect what we have around us. We like magic, too.
0: Hmm. She looks at you for a long moment before shrugging and finding a place to sit.
4: Dephebius, will, you know, as he's walking up, he's, I wouldn't let that guy get ruffled skin, He just was, uh... He thrives on it, so the more you, you, uh... get ruffled, the more he's just gonna keep doing it.
0: Oh, I'm sure one day he will insult someone smarter than him and he will have a knife... Serve to him blade first, but I would not waste my time with such a thing.
4: Yeah, but next, if you, if you end up playing cards and he jumps in again, just don't pay any ruffle, just like literally ignore him, and he'll piss him off and ruffle his feather. Just remember
0: that. Mm-hmm. You might be smarter than you look, young man. I hear that a lot. So, anything else you want to do to Fibulus?
4: Um, he's, like I said, going to just kind of mingle through the crowds at the short size and see if he hears anything and catches his interest, his interest pertaining to what's going on.
0: Give me a perception check. Nineteen. Nineteen. With the nineteen, you think you hear something between the elf and the uh, human that are sitting next to each other. But you really don't catch exactly what he says. But it sounds like they are... Either flirting or something like that, cause she continues to give that like flirty, playful giggle.
4: Kinda of mosey a little closer to see if he can pick up anything anything further.
0: I need you to roll with disadvantage. Perception. Yes.
4: And disadvantage is minus two?
2: Roll two, keep the lowest.
4: Oh, uh, okay.
0: Look at that. Koji I'm on the win.
4: Woo! <laughs> Do I still add bonuses and all that? Yep, 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 yep. 19.
0: All right, with the 19, you're able to hear something about her getting some of the money from the purchase of the Murdoch so that she can start her own fabric merchant. Being basically like, what is it? People who make fabric or silks a and stuff like list? that. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. You're welcome. are so welcome. A, a textileist. So she it sounds like she wants to start making her own silks. Or at least that's what you caught. Or think you caught. Mm.
4: Defibulus will go up to them and introduce himself.
0: As you get close, they both stop talking about whatever they're talking about. And she starts to giggle. She's like, aw, he's such a cute little man. Is he one of those gnomes? The elf looks at you. Gives the roll of the eyes of, this woman is very not bright, and Nancy goes, yes, he is probably a gnome, and he's probably part of the crew. Am I right, sir?
4: Uh, You are correct that I am a gnome, but I am not part of the crew, actually.
0: Hmm, I didn't think any gnomes would be able to afford the ticket to this luxurious aircraft.
4: Well, I do have a bit of money of my own.
0: Hmm, that's surprising. So what (laughs) brings you aboard?
4: Oh, I have some... I have business down in Godfell.
0: Hmm. And here I thought Godfell wouldn't do with anything but a, a, uh, dwarf. Well, it's nice to see that they've finally opened up their gate. Maybe they'll allow me to finally purchase what I wish to purchase from them.
4: Oh, what are you looking to buy from them?
0: Well, they have a strange stock of new materials that seems to make weapons lighter and stronger, but they refuse to let anyone but dwarves purchase from them.
4: Mm, I've been told that. And lighter weapons, armor, incredibly advantageous.
0: Yes, I was planning on selling them to some of the royal elven knights to acquire a bid with them. Expand my purchasing empire.
4: I mean, that's a wise idea. And with that type of cornering on the market, you'd uh, you'd be doing pretty well for yourself then.
0: More so than I already am, but yes. So, uh, who is the young feline that travels with you is she your pet and i'm assuming that the man wearing the heavier armor is possibly your bodyguard
4: um he definitely does act like a, a big walking shield so yeah
0: hmm.
4: my friend uh, she's one of my associates
0: interesting i didn't think cats have evolved past eating fish raw in little tiny stick villages well, but but... I haven't had much time to travel outside the major plane, major, uh, capitals.
4: It is, she has a, a unique ability to find a good path right through the forest every time, and it makes moving, uh, large shipments and whatnot so much
0: easier. Hmm, maybe I might have to acquire some of them for tracking and some guard work. I wonder how much they'd run. Hmm, couldn't tell you. Hmm. Well, if you'll excuse me, I have a private conversation to get back to. He gives you that flippant dismiss with the hand and starts to speak in Elven to the female, who you can tell is either just learning Elven or is bad at Elven.
4: It's a will smirk and go find where Kalilah has settled down at.
0: You see her next to the collector. Kalila, did you think of anything else you wanted to ask him, or is there anything you wish to do?
2: I was going to say, at some point I would have uh, gotten up and wandered around trying to eavesdrop for a new conversation, since, you know, I am supposed to be doing a gerb. (laughs) Not just being fascinated with some dude I've already met before.
0: Alright, roll perception.
2: Nat one.
0: You got distracted by a very pretty cloud.
2: All right. So I'm over by a window watching a cloud.
0: Yes. Collide and fey It is y'all's turn. I'm not. No. <laughs> nope. 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 Nope.
2: Yes. 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 That was a perception.
0: Okay. Now I have to leave it in. Great. Aha, so. You're
3: welcome. <laughs>
4: I'm not sorry
0: You shouldn't be Sorry, not sorry Just wait Your comeuppance will come
3: (laughs) It already did I've already been had
0: Well, you know what Since you've already been had We're actually going to call this episode here EGAD Well, with the Fibulus and Kalila on the casino floor, mingling and chatting it up. Clyde and Fay are below grilling poor Terry, asking about all his personal effects. The who, the why, trying to find the whodunit. Well, the team has quite a task in their way let us hope they find the murderer before one of them end up dead well me friends that's all the time we have for for this eve and as always may the dice gods bless your every role We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email what the Dice Pod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.